Welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George, Gabe, and Link. Is that my cue? Yeah. (laughs) So this week, um, I guess I was handed the baton, uh, mainly because this is a... uh, Episode episode. on the Olympics. Yes, literally. Um, Oh, actually, that's a pretty good one. That kind of tracks, actually. Um, We're going to be talking about um, sports and the world of sports and, you know, why it's such a a big thing that everyone goes crazy for, why people, um, the different ways of people, like, look at it and see it and, you know, why people enjoy it and why it's such an, like, important part of people's lives. Um, I think I'm one of them, but I also think... um, you guys have your own sports, I think, right? Which we'll get into. No, no, I don't. You keep on Nothing? saying white people, and I keep on hearing white people. <laughs> That's exactly why. That's exactly why I said that. That's exactly white. <laughs> white. I said that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess the most recent. Um, you know, wait, wait, wait. So you said, so you said, white people love sports, but you guys have <laughs> yeah, your own you sports. sports. Yeah, yeah that was, like, that was uh, controversial, there, my friend. What do you mean? Yeah, you guys? who's you guys? <laughs> What are you guys talking about? Who's like you people? You know, white people. You, 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 you white and I didn't say white people. I know, but that's what it's I'm, that's what it's I'm not I'm not yes ending that one. <laughs> okay. I will not that's be right. made to be the villain in this <laughs> this narrative. I love how you just cut to the chase. It was like no foreplay at all. You're just like today's about sports. I don't I don't have I don't have your talent. <laughs> um but yeah, I think the the biggest Sporting event that we've had recently is, is the World Cup that just passed. Oh, did that just year. happen? Yeah. Did you catch any of it? I caught a lot of it because really? it was during school time. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> so it was like um, it was it was both the most annoying, but also kind of like heartwarming yeah. thing because it was just like kids constantly like, "Can we watch the game? No, we actually have class. Can we watch the game? No, we have like you have a test. Did you not study? Oh, I stayed up. I was watching the game." and all your students sound like this yeah like yeah all of them they all sound like this um but then it gets to the point where it's like can we watch the game and i was like it's friday i'm tired yeah let's just watch the game <laughs> yeah sure yeah. why not it's like oh you uh today's classwork after the reading it's homework now if you want to watch the last 30 minutes of the game yeah. so um so it was nice kind of like bonding it was annoying like i think i confiscated the most phones ever mm-hmm. in the history of any period <laughs> But then there was this one day that was like a long week and we had assembly and everybody was tired. You could just see it. You like, see it, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was like around midterms time or what, but just it, everyone was exhausted. And then the game was on like before assembly started and then it just kept playing. And then that's just what assembly was. And like everybody got super into it. Do you remember who was playing? It was Brazil. Yeah. It was Brazil versus uh I don't remember who it was. The Brazil winner? Or Brazil? Yeah, Brazil won. Yeah, Brazil oh. won. Yeah. And uh It but, was the best assembly, like Yep. And it just kinda happened. Like nobody said anything. Nobody started the programming. Everyone like was just, they were just on the same. And yeah. I just feel bad for the person that had planned an assembly. Yeah. Because like there was nothing you could do. You were just the kids really wanted to watch this. Yeah. And, and if you didn't give them that, they were ready to riot. Yeah, um, there's always next assembly. It's fine. Sometimes you have to make those, um, like, in the moment decisions. Yeah. yeah, you got to call audibles. Oh, that's a sports Dang. reference. <gasps> Is that what that means? Omaha. Wait, but I listened to the show on Audible. Are we a sports show? 
Yeah. Okay, oh, for sure. Oh, we're not on FAM radio. But it's not just like in school and work and stuff. It's just like in life. Sometimes like you make plans and you got to see those opportunities. And sometimes you just got to let go. Yeah. And it ended up being one of the most, I think the students ended up bonding a lot more Mm -hmm. than whatever the person in charge was going to do. Yeah. And for like one day, they were like, man, it's cool to come here. Yeah. (laughs) Like they forgot about it the next day already. But like that's it. Today is a good day. Yeah. No, I think think that's like part of the you know, the whole, the grasp that, that, that event has, I think mm-hmm. particularly being one of like, it's like, they call it the world's game. Soccer is the world or football is the world's game. Yeah. And I just think it's interesting when that, like anytime, cause this was the first, like, I don't know. I mean, back then, but I mean, in recent history, the world cup's never been at this. It, during yeah. Christmas. It's always during the summer. It's always over yeah. the summer, but it'd be, it would be too hot to where, where they were playing. Where the, yeah. There was just too yeah. much blood money. In, yeah. And even know. then the corruption and like the <laughs> scandal of like how, why and how it ended up being there was just, you know, another story, but mm-hmm. um, it was definitely an interesting experience having it in November and December and like, like the holiday season. It was fun. Yeah. It. it was interesting. It was a different, it was a good experience. I think. Um, yeah. No. The so world- you're happy that it was in Qatar. Got it. Yeah, it's pretty confirmed. much. You're right. happy that journalist died. <laughs> no, hey, no, yo. Hey, whoa. Yo. Oh, we're shutting that one down. We're not. <laughs> no, he. Um, our, our producer's not on the episode to do it in real time now, so I'm pretty sure he's not gonna go back and do that. Yikes. Um, but I think for the most part, I think the ending had a. I mean, everyone like they got a happy ending. Um, in sports, <laughs> in you know, with Messi and Argentina winning. Well, no, I mean, not everyone. Not, not the French. Not the yeah. Brazilians. Well, yeah, not the Brazilians either. Not just anyone who doesn't happen to. I don't know. A lot of neutrals. A lot of neutrals that don't have their country represented. I mean, we didn't have Colombia representing and stuff like that. And obviously, maybe we shouldn't be cheering for Argentina. But yeah. I think mm-hmm. not. For South I think not even. I think not even just it being um, Argentina. I think. A lot of people were just cheering for Messi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like arguably, arguably the best player to play the game. And um, I think everyone was cheering him from because he got to that final stage because everyone always said you can never get it done with Argentina. Yeah. He's won everything there is to win with mm. Barcelona. Um, and he couldn't get it done with Argentina. And he got to the final that one year against Germany and and they fell short and they lost. Um, and I to me, like that was always like the rewrite I'd, I'd always get in sports. Like I've I've asked that like I've had that question asked and I've asked that question to my friends like if there was anything you can go back in time and change in like sports history, like what would it be? A lot of people like I've heard people say like um not like for Derrick Rose not to get injured and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Mine was also mine was always um, you know, Messi winning the World Cup because that was so like sad for me. And I'm like I'm not a Barcelona fan. Right. But like I'm a, like I like Messi. I think he's an incredible player. And didn't you used to be a Barcelona fan? Maybe. I thought, yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> when I, I saw first you, when I first started. Yeah. When I first started, I don't know. That's yeah. that's a whole other thing of how I switched. It's switching allegiances. Just like jumped. Yeah, because I remember you guys went to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I think someone in the family went to Barcelona. Yeah. They got me a soccer one. It's like, yeah, I'm a Madrid fan. I'm sorry. Yeah, because it, it was like it was that summer where you switched over, and it was like, yeah, that was like that. That was like when I was like figuring it out, figuring myself out, my identity. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You're young, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like, him going back to the final, there was like, so much, you know, writing into that, and and you know, him able to being able to lift the, the World Cup was, you know, it's a sight that everyone was like, it's such like a great sight. Like I don't know, the power that had was, I mean, it's worldwide. Yeah. Like you see these videos of you know people celebrating, people that you know don't even know the guy, don't even like are not even Argentinian, but it's like. 
they feel that um you know proud mm-hmm. and i that always like you know takes me back like obviously my favorite sport is soccer but um just the power that sport has in general i think how it you know unites people and you know gets everyone like together um also it has the ability to make them devolve into animals exactly um <laughs> some people just don't know how to control themselves they have this like we're looking at you philly instinct. fans well, soccer is probably the oldest, or football is probably the oldest sport that I have experience with. Because you know, growing up Colombian, you go to your first one pretty young, or at least I did. I know some families try to keep their kids away because um, there's always like a fifty percent chance of being trampled to death. It's true, you know. <laughs> but I just remember running out of arenas like pretty young, and and just kind of seeing that manifest itself uh, in full force. Yeah, I mean, and especially in those countries, like, I think it's hard because, like, I grew up in the States, mm. and what? He's just eating, eating a, a giant slice of lemon meringue pie. You right. offered some yesterday, and I took a, <laughs> like, spitting all over. <laughs> I offered some yesterday, so I'm like, oh, I'll get some today. I wasn't aware there was, was a food-themed episode, but, okay, continue. Um, good lemon meringue pie. Oh, that's what it was. Um, you know, like growing up in the States, like I didn't really like have that experience. Like soccer wasn't that big growing up. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, we were Colombian, so like it was big for us. But as far as like, around World Cup time, right? Yeah. Especially because you don't have access to all those other like things that like exactly. tournaments and stuff that you have now. Exactly. Like it wasn't like a big thing, especially like for kids to play. Like, I mean, it was it was growing. It was mm-hmm. definitely growing. But it's not the same as like you going to Colombia, or Brazil, or Argentina. Like yeah. how they're like, it's not like how here it's American football. Here it's baseball and basketball and things like that um you know you have a lot of opportunities for for kids to play and then now like it's crazy how much opportunity there is for for children Mm. to play and how much like kids love to play the game yeah and i are obsessed with that i have kids whose like identity is wrapped around like soccer and like more power to them that's the thing that they gravitate towards and it kind of gives them uh you know an ability to be grounded you know for the a very difficult time in their life but it's amazing just how like in tune with the global environment of football in a way that I don't think was a possibility when I was growing up. No, of course. And, and even then, like you say, like a lot of like the kids, you know, build their base, their identity on that. And even like going back to the point where like people kind of devolve into animals, there's a lot of grown adults that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like just grown fans that, that really don't have any self-control when it comes to that. And, um, it's kind of crazy. Like that, that, um, I don't know. I, I think of it as like a primal, um, not a feeling, but on uh, HBO Max Primal. <laughs> check it out. Um, what is Jandy it? Tartowski. What's the word I'm looking for? I think primeval. Maybe primordial. I think primal is good. Like I think it's primal. It's like innate. Yeah. Like yeah. Just like you want, like you're cheering, you're rooting for your team to win, and and you sometimes you can like. Sport can bring out the best people, but it can also bring out the yeah. worst. Yeah, because it unites people, but it also divides them. Yeah, you know, like someone on the like other team, and like did you see so many videos of like sports arenas, like opposing fans getting into fights and and things like that, which is is the ugly side, I think. Yeah, of it. and that's what it was. It was like security was at an all time high because it wasn't. It was we we don't have gangs. We have fans of different countries, teams, countries they don't even belong to, like Argentina and Brazil. It doesn't matter where you're from. There's there was a whole slew of, of of groups that were supporting them in the school and getting into knife fights and no that wasn't that first <laughs> knife <was true>. fights. 
because we stopped it. That's why it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to see like where those lines are drawn or why those lines are drawn, like based on because on a national level, like you were born in that country, you have family from that country. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Or you can just support that country. Like that I get that. But it's interesting once it like I mean in soccer at least, um there's more than just like, you know, World Cup or international games. It's yeah. like they have clubs. And these clubs are from different cities throughout the world. Mm. And it it's like what it's interesting to hear people's stories of how they gravitate towards a certain club, especially like being here in the United States. Yeah. Um like you're like uh, divorced from it. Yeah, exactly. From like US, like you have MLS teams and like, yeah, we have like Miami finally got, I remember I was an Orlando fan until mm-hmm. Miami got a team. And, my, and so, um, forget you, uh, friendship over, but you that, best friend. But that wasn't like the biggest thing because, you know, like obviously the MLS is still growing. They're still a developing league and, mm-hmm. and they're not like up to the quality of like, you know, European football. They're still playing catch up. Yeah. And, but I mean, they're getting there. They're, uh, the players are really developing, but like European football. And the money's the, being poured into it too. Yeah. European football is the, the king. Like it's the best football in the world. Um, but it's interesting to hear people's stories. Like, what is it about like this specific team that, you know, drew you to them or, and things like that. And it's not even has to do with soccer. I think it's just like, um, it goes for like baseball and basketball. Typically like it's usually like cities that, that people are from. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is if you hold that thought, because I've had this question like on the tip of my tongue from the very beginning, I think maybe now is a good time to address it. Yeah. That you, you mentioned the neutrals earlier and you're talking a little bit about it now. Um, what is your stance on that? Like, do you need bona fides? Do you need a street cred to support a team? Uh, do you just pick whoever you like? Uh, Pretty much it. I mean, if you look at the World Cup, right? Like if your team's not there, Colombians, Colombia wasn't there. Who are we going to root for? Do you have to root for anyone? I mean, if you want to, if you want to enjoy the World Cup, yeah, picking a team helps you enjoy it more. I also creates pain if your team's not doing <laughs> it. So I like, who was I supposed to root for? Well, I asked Gabriel. Gabriel, who am I rooting for? And who did you say? I was. I go for. I usually go for Spain. There you go. Um, we lost. We do lost. you keep jumping off at that point every round that, that your team's eliminated? Yeah. You just okay. Now I'm with this. Like guy. I was like like I supported Spain, but it's like. It's kind of promiscuous. I wanted, I wanted Messi to win. Obviously, right. that's one of the things I want. Mm-hmm. But yes. the way that it was happening, I was like, oh, are they going to get there? They did somehow. But um, going back to like that neutrals, I'll, I'll refer to my story as like when I was a, like a Barcelona fan. When I first like started, like I watched soccer a lot when I was a kid growing up. That's kind of what got me into it. Um, but a lot of, you know, international soccer because mm-hmm. I watched Colombia and then I watched the World Cup and the Euros and things like that. Um, but I think it wasn't until, I mean, the 2008 Euros, Spain won. And I was like, oh, I, this team is kind of nice. And then I kind of just dropped it. Two years later, the World Cup happens. And, you know, Spain's the favorites. They lose the first game. And I watched that whole World Cup. I, I watched almost all the games. But How many were, games is that on average? Four? That's insane. Something like that. Um, I don't think I love anything that much. Link would... would. <laughs> Um, 64. Yeah. The closest thing I can get to is like, obviously I'm a big fan of wrestling. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. And like, we have the G1 climax tournament in can't Japan. Watch, can't even watch it. And I, I did it once. I can't even say I saw all of it. I maybe I saw most of it, mm-hmm. but after that first year, I was like, I can never do this ever yeah, again. Too much. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's, it's also kind of too good. Cause yeah. the, the reality was I saw so much of it. And I was like, all of it was amazing. Like, 
I'm overdosed. Like and ah, but that respect, much respect to that. Yeah, and I mean, sixty not, games. Not all, not all of it was like live. Like the thing about like I don't. You know can't because you can't do it with yeah. the schedule. I don't know if like they have it. If, how it is now but back then when it was on espn you could go back and watch the replays of the mm-hmm. game. yeah i think you, you can i mean there was a bit i mean maybe i shouldn't confess that but weren't oh yeah no i would i would like I remember, it was back when it was legal yeah. it was a different time when so when like that world cup happened and spain got to the final and i watched the final that kind of just inspired me to like you know i started i always like kind of i always played soccer but yeah. it took like i took it more seriously and i also got serious in like to watching soccer yeah so um most of that Spain team was um, Barcelona. It was like half of that team was Barcelona team mm-hmm. players. And then Messi was on that team too. So it was like, I, Messi was always really like, he was incredible to me. So like, I just, you know, I, I liked the way that they played. I liked their style. And then I just started watching them. I started supporting them. And then I got into the whole, you know, extreme rivalry between them and Real Madrid. Right. Um, and then there was a time when I started watching when it was like, um, Barcelona was the best team. That team was probably the best team I've ever seen in my life. Um, and they beat Madrid 5-0. And I was like, crap, I feel bad for them. <laughs> um, and then there was like just multiple instances where they were just like, you know, playing really well. And I remember this one game, it was the finals uh, for the Spanish Cup final. They played each other. And, you know, I went into that game, you know, a Barcelona fan. And I, that game ended and I became a Madrid fan. Like I, I couldn't like explain it. It just happened. Like I just It was, was a double turn. I was naturally just rooting for Madrid. I don't know what it was. And ever since then, like I've been a Madrid fan. And So basically you have no loyalty is what you're saying. Yeah. Pretty much I mean, yeah. since then I have. <laughs> but that's the thing. I was finding out. I was figuring out. Yeah. Barcelona yeah. was the only thing I knew at that time. And and yeah, like that's the thing. It's like you can pick a team, but you you'll feel it. Yeah. You'll feel who you who you naturally support. And like that's, I mean, that's how you, that's how I base it. That's what I go off. Of. How much of it has to do with who's good when you're growing up? Um, really big. I think it's if you don't have like a an influence of like your dad or your mom or mm-hmm. some family member what like likes this team or supports this team. Yeah. Mm. Like I think it's hard because it's hard if like you don't have like prior knowledge like you because you're just brand new. So it's like if you go into it, you're brand new to the sport, and you start watching it. I mean, it's it's always nice to see who's winning. All right, you're yeah. gonna gravitate, you gravitate the best to, players, to the yeah. leader, yeah. Um, to the to the rest of the team. Like, that's just. I mean, that's how I've seen it happen. Yeah. And then other other times, like you're just born in that city. Like, we're dolphins. Like I'm a dolphins fan. Right. Because a dolphins fan. Yeah, that's the correct answer. And <laughs> I had that duality. I was born in New York, so it was the Giants and uh the knicks but like i knew that deep in my heart i liked the bulls and at that time the dallas cowboys yeah but you support your home team we had the yankees it, that was okay you could just couldn't you could continue to anyone support the could yankees. convert the hand yeah exactly yeah. that one's an easy one even though you people throw garbage on the street at you when you wear a yankees cap outside of new york so no yeah and i, I think i think it just naturally comes if you don't have like something that like you base it off of i think it naturally like you feel it and then you pick or it's just like certain in- like instances where there's a player that plays for that team at that moment yeah that you just grab it that you just really gravitate like that you gravitate yeah. towards and that's your team it's almost but, like falling in love it sounds yeah. like and the player the right play- place right time yeah the player might you leave. just pick one essentially yeah that's that's basically what it is because it's like this is a in a way like in a in a 
in a way it's like a commitment like this yeah. is a part of this becomes kind of like a part of your life like you set out time to watch games and yeah. and things like that you buy hundred dollar jerseys exactly yeah i remember when spain won that world cup i had no i was a what was it like 13 i i hadn't like didn't have a job or anything that shirt was like 110 dollars and i remember i just i would sell things i would find things to to make money like i would um do chores you know like help out my grandma with mm-hmm. like uh, helping with the ha- around the house. I saved up and I bought like my first, and I still have that Jersey. Like that Jersey, like whenever I get a house, I'm going to put it like in Who, my frame. Cause that's the first one that I bought. Whose Jersey, myself. whose Jersey did you get? It was a Spain, it was a red Spain Jersey. Um, David Villa. It says Kanye on the back. No. <laughs> <laughs> it says make America. <laughs> it says MAGA Kanye. MAGA, MAGA Kanye. Kanye. Uh no, it's David Villa. He's uh he was a Spanish striker on the World Cup team, and then he also plays for Barcelona. He's I one think of my he was the players. DJ at my wedding. David Villa, yeah, David Villa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one. Of my, he's one of my favorite players. I don't even know what that's a reference to. <laughs> oh, that's one way. Or you could be uh, a casual fan like me and Link, and you get your jersey uh, in front of the Nevada supermarket from the guy who sells it oh, on yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were doing. High five. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Yeah. It was like I'm ready to get a messy jersey. I'm gonna go to the. <laughs> yeah, he like, waited till he won yeah. to drive to the supermarket. <laughs> and then I got there. And like, how much are the fake jerseys? Sixty bucks. <laughs> now Messi nah, won. And for those of you that can't me- see Link's face, Messi, like, Messi ah. won. That went from fifteen to sixty it, because it, he dude, won. I, yeah. I swear those jerseys were twenty bucks. I remember they were twenty bucks. He had a sign that said twenty dollars. I'm like, all right, I'll get one. And then I, I he had a sign that had twenty, $20. but then it turns it, like into a six. Like he puts his <laughs> there, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> like I did that thing that Gabriel talks about. Like I, there's no one for me to follow. So you know the whole narrative was all right. Messi is his last sock. You know it's his last World Cup. He's he's the narrative is that he and and, and Ronaldo are the goat. So who, let's see what happens in this World Cup. You, you get me? They had that Instagram post where they were both playing chess, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. Messi's one. I I decided you know what? There's I'm gonna just go for Messi. I like him better than Ronaldo. No reason why. I, just, I don't know why. So I'm following. I'm following Argentina. Because he was on the cover of FIFA more. Probably. I don't know. So I'm following Argentina. They're winning. They're winning semifinals. I'm like, I'm gonna go freaking buy a jersey to support this guy. The show that I've always been there. I went to the the Cuban guy that that uh, <laughs> not only. <laughs> it's like seasonal because before that, before the World Cup, he was just selling Trump. Trump yeah, flags. I was gonna say that's the MAGA guy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. MAGA guy. He's just selling Trump flags, that's, and out of nowhere, it just became a World Cup jersey. Yeah, that's why. That's <laughs> why he accidentally sold gave that bootleg. Like yeah, uh, he had jersey. two things. The printer got it mixed up. The two orders oh, yeah. got put together. So <laughs> ten years apart. So yeah. when I went, it was sixty bucks, and I was like, "Bro, I'm not paying sixty dollars for a fake jersey." Yeah, no shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. How much are the real jerseys up to now? Like 100 and something, right? Like, that's the thing. They have replicas and they have authentic. Authentic is like 160. 160, that's, that's what like, I heard. That's like, like what the players wear. Yeah. Ooh. And then, like, replicas are like basically like any jersey. Like, they're jerseys, but they're not like, you know, like the material isn't what like the players wear, yeah. but they're yeah. jersey material. They're not good enough to play in the World Cup with. Yeah. And mm. That's what kids need. <laughs> I think it's funny because I, my favorite sport is football and I, football and basketball. American football. American football. Yes, God's football. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so make the NFL great again. I let me know when they have that hand of God. Right. <laughs> like when I, when I look at Gabriel, who his favorite team is. Is it still Real Madrid? Mm-hmm. This is right? still. I don't know. Yeah. With this, this <laughs> yeah, narrative, you're, you're fickle. Like, you're yeah, back and forth. Flip flopping. Right? Yeah. There was one decision twelve years ago, <laughs> right? and it marks you to this day. 
So I didn't have that option of picking a team. I was just born into the Dolphins, right? And I just pictured like a family of dolphins, or what do you call it? A pod of dolphins. A pod of dolphins. Are they just pods? Like, just this like is, they, we're, we're a pod. pod. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Just like circling. Are we in dolphins? Just circling sure. baby Link. Yeah, they're circling me like Ilian Gonzalez taking care of me. By the way, I just want to point out that Benedict Arnold was also just one decision a long time ago. Oh. Yeah, and everyone remembers him. Exactly. Okay. Go ahead, Link. You're telling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Your dolphin story. But yeah, so I. My team is the Dolphins, right? And it's not like I looked for... I was looking for the best players. I'm like, oh, I, I'm from Miami. Who am I going to root for, right? So I grew up a Dolphins fan because it's the city I'm from. And it's, it's been <laughs> the a... The city mis- you're from now. Now, yeah. It's a miserable experience. You've lived in like... Because you were in a worse one, weren't you? Huh? You've lived in several cities. That's true. But it's a city I've lived the longest. I grew up here, right? Yeah. And it's been a miserable experience. Uh, I didn't get to choose a good team. A bad team was just chosen for me. And like Gabriel said, many are called, few are chosen. It's it's a commitment that I have to make every year, and that's why that does sound like a marriage. It does sound. It is a marriage between me and them. And half the time, I'm always angry at them. (laughs) Say, oh my goodness, I'm going to divorce you. Disappointed. Jeez, I'm going to divorce you. I'm going to get you know sign the papers and give them to you. But that's one type of marriage, sure. But they always bring me back somehow. Oh, but that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I picked a, I like, I bandwagoned onto a good team at the time, and I've supported them, and I've been lucky that they're just the most successful team in the world. But yeah. you're following a league that's not like in your in your in you can't you're following another league like from far away. Yeah, like, that's the best thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's interesting. Like when you liken it to to football, like being it from the city that you're from, it's like, and you don't have a good team no you're screwed man like because for me i was born in miami i was never really gonna pick like another football team like, it just never made sense to me i can like between two, when two teams go head to head i can like have like oh i would like them to win i'd like like when it's super, yeah, super bowls yeah super bowl yeah. like that's a win but whenever you're playing the dolphins i'm always gonna root for the dolphins, dolphins i'm not yeah. gonna like go for anybody else because american football is so regional that it's so much more personal like yeah. like link said like if you're doing Euro leagues, they're far away, and you're not invested in any of them directly, so you get to choose. But like American football is like I'm not gonna go across the country and choose some other state for the most part, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I mean, when you think about it, that's what's interesting to sport about sport to me is that to us it's regional for American football. When you go to Spain or England, for that matter, it's like regional football. For them. It's regional for them. Oh, that's yeah. That's what they live off of. Mm-hmm. That's their like. That's everything for them. Right. And it's like the way that people get about football here, the way that people get about baseball here. That's how pa- they're even more. Pa- I, I mean, it's. I've seen like games like that. I've seen fans like that. They're, they're insane. Yeah. Like the amount of like energy that they bring, and and things like that. They're crazy over there, and it's like, it's a beautiful thing, but it's also scary. <laughs> um, are they are they like Buffalo Bills crazy, where they get power bombed on a table? Is that something that happened at yeah, a Bills game? What, no, they do that all the like time. In the they do it all yeah. the time. In tailgates, they get power bombed no. through a table. Yeah, they like I've just seen like oh. they do that for fun. I've just re- I've oh, seen that. Oh, Bills are my kind of people. Yeah. I've oh, they that. are from New York, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and they I mean they go to like pubs afterwards or, or like the bars and like celebrate out there. Which I think is an interesting like tailgating. Yeah. Is an American, tailgating is tailgating is an American. That like, sounds like fun. I've never done it. Tailgating? Yeah. Tailgating's fun. Sounds like it's too um, hot. except when you know your <laughs> yeah, car my... blows up randomly. Hey, 
Did you ever hear about that? No, no. At a Dolphins game? They haven't either. Sure. Oh. At a Dolphins game, somebody um, left like a grill on or like a like a portable yeah, oh, grill no. on and it exploded and it exploded and then like three cars next to it just blew up no <laughs> that's yeah. horrific yeah um but back to that like in europe like it's a regional thing i thought it was a personal story coming by the way oh, I no. your car exploded <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no not mine that's my car is just damaged but um it's interesting like when when your team is not good oh but when your team actually succeeds and oh, my makes goodness. it that makes like that makes all like the sacrifice like worth one day that one day the one time that you actually get a win it's like oh my god we're going to the super bowl you're finished like four and what is it what is the record what is the games at now the amount of games uh there's uh 17 games yeah that's too much math for me to do right now whatever you have a negative record a bad record (laughs) okay but it's like you had that win it's like man or it's like if it's against a rival and you win like beating the patriots which we do often. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, now it's easier. Well, no, I mean, I feel like for a long time, it was always like they would have like it was an like almost perfect season. Scene, season and then they would come and lose here to us. I never really understood. Like, do they not try when they come? I remember a few, they feel year, pity? a few years ago, I was in California. I think it was 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. They had the Miami Miracle where the Dolphins were oh, already eliminated from the playoffs. They weren't going to do anything, right? And they were against the Patriots who were going to go to the playoffs. And the Patriots are fighting for like a better, a better, uh, you know, division uh, seedage. Yeah, yeah, in the division, right? And Miami won that game, like the last minute, last play, hail mary. You know, Tannehill passes it to to Kenny Stills. He laterals it back to to Parker. Parker laterals it to to Drake, and he just runs all the way to the touchdown. And everyone goes crazy. And I remember we had a losing record. But I got so much pride. And I was just walking around like I was Conor McGregor. You get me? <laughs> throughout, the, my, <laughs> throughout the house. And I was, I was just like, I felt like I won the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> that, literally that was my yeah, Super was Bowl. The last last game of the year. We beat the Patriots, a team that I hate. We beat Tom Brady. And because we beat them, they got a lower seed, and as a result, they didn't get to make it to the play. Like they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. That's hilarious. That was your like, that was your sacrifice play. Like, yeah, you give up your life, but then but, the yeah. antagonist falls apart. Conor McGregor, you mentioned, he totally stole that walk from Vince McMahon, right? He has to. Yeah, that's what happened there. Um, eighty for Brady. Excited about that? No. <laughs> we're gonna take. We're gonna sneak you into like. No. Can't happen. I don't. I don't do that thing you guys do where you watch bad movies. No, I don't do that anymore. I'm. I'm following your lead in 2023. There will be no Morbius two review. <laughs> Can't believe that happened. Thought that was a prank. Hmm. There's an art form underneath um, sport. Some we usually talk about art here. We talk about storytelling, but sports tell stories in their own way. In what ways is is sport sport is sport, but sport is also art? How? I think you said it like you you're telling the story, right? The world the story this past World Cup was it was Messi's and Ronaldo's last World Cup. Mm-hmm. They're both fighting for the goat position. Who's gonna win, right? That's a story in itself, right? Everyone was just yeah, all these teams made it, and they were people were happy rooting for them. Yeah, but majority of the people were 
they were watching Portugal and Argentina to see how far they got because you have these two players who are the GOAT, you know, considered to be the GOATs. You know, the only thing that they're missing is a World Cup a title, right? Trophy to put in their in their in their pantheons of of of, <laughs> of medals, right? Mm-hmm. And that was just I think that story right there, that's what drove all to me, that's what drove the World Cup. Yeah. Where do these stories come from? Are they manufactured? Are they innate in the sequence of events? I think, so, I think some are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously that it goes into like, you know, these production companies doing their thing and, you know, they're making these clips. But I think more so, I think is the fans of particularly if we're talking about this story is like the Ronaldo fans versus the Messi fans. It's yeah. been a, that's been a hotly contested debate over the years. Mm-hmm. What are some modern stories, like some stories in modern sports history? My knowledge goes back to around the 90s and, you know, those great conflicts, which actually are now being retold through media, television series, like yeah. um, that show uh, from the from the eight, from the 70s and 80s. Showtime? Uh, Showtime. Yeah, Showtime, right? And other stories like that, the documentary, uh, Last Dance, right, with Jordan. Was really good in the 90s. You know, so those historical stories are kind of being retold now. That's what I'm more familiar with. What are some some stories of today? Uh, maybe, uh, we talked a lot about uh, football, soccer. Um, what are some other stories? I'm trying to think it. I think it all depends on. For you personally, maybe what? I'm what, trying to think. Right? What can you think you, of? You know, you, can't, you put, put you me, on the spot. Put yeah, me on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But we ask the questions ahead. <laughs> um, what do you think of going for basketball? I'm thinking of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's what I'm thinking. Always, be like, is, I mean, at this at this point in time, it's LeBron. LeBron like, yeah, absolutely. Have yes. LeBron. LeBron's legacy right now. He's with one of the greatest teams of all time. A team that has the most, one of the most history, greatest histories in basketball, along with the Celtics, right? But he's not doing well. Um, so that's a story in itself. And if they start winning, then you're telling a redeeming story there. And yeah, and it's just I, the media drives that. Part. Yeah, you've when got it, the hero's journey, journey right? Yeah. And and uh, it's interesting what you said. The media drives it because we construct these stories. The media constructs it, yeah. They have to fit into the formula. Yeah. But also the formula is there because we tell our own stories in Mm -hmm. that same structure. Yeah. Like we face conflict. We have a downfall. We overcome, you know, and ultimately we achieve, you know, that boon, that reward at the end. Yeah. And if we don't, then the story is not worth telling, right? Here's a story that, that dominated this past season, right? Tom Brady won the Super Bowl a few years back, right? He yeah. got his seventh Super Bowl, unfortunately. Um, and he was ready to retire, right? Like, that's what you do. Yeah, spend retire some time with your time. family. Spend yeah. time with your family, right? He ends up coming back after what, a few, a month. And he's back, <laughs> right? And the narrative is like, oh, here we have the greatest of all time coming to win one more, another championship. That's what the media wanted. That's what they would have gone with if that ended up happening. But at, what ended up happening instead was he didn't have a good season. Like he had a bad season, right? Mm-hmm. Now, th- here's where you get. Here's where the negative part of the of the of the media's narrative comes in, where they start saying, "Oh, you know, he's getting divorced. That's that's what affected his 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 playing time, mm-hmm. his, his his ability to play well, um, distractions, all that stuff." Right? Yeah. That's a story that was told this past year. Yeah, I heard it over and over. I had it in the very little feeds that I have constantly coming up, and I don't even follow sports stuff. Yeah. I think 
Another one I think going back to is like going back to basketball is you know when the big three came. To yes, that was huge for us. And and even not even that like it, like even for the sport I think it's like then they started building these super teams and you had the Warriors. It was it became an arms race. Yeah, yeah. basically. And and I mean now it's like you had that you have one of the greatest if not the greatest shooter of all time in Seth and Steph not Seth Curry Steph Curry. Um, and like he coming back, like what I think one of their stories was that, you know, they had this dynasty. They won. Oh, yeah. There, was it three years in a row? They won like, yeah. It was like, three, it was a couple of years in a row. And then they, they got beat by um, Kawhi, in- the Raptors. No, there was, they got, the team got injured. Yeah. The team got injured. There was a lot of injuries. And then, so mm-hmm. then they lost in the finals one year. Um, and that team like had like an all-star five, like no one's going to beat them. Yeah. yeah. But then they got injured and then they ended up losing. And that story was like there was a player on that team called Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard played for the um, I was gonna say Suns, not the Suns, the Spurs. The Spurs, and he's the San one that Antonio. and he's the San Antonio Spurs, and he's kind of the one that ended you know Miami's uh, championship run, like yeah. winning. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. And um, so like the the story there was that he's the legacy killer. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then other stories like um, what's it called? So the Warriors actually, you know, coming back, yeah, because they're the champions now. They they won this past uh, championship against the Celtics, um, which I do not like the Celtics. I'm sorry if we have any mm. listeners that do. I do not like to quote Adrian Brody as Pat Riley. No, no, yeah, I don't think you can do Boston. that on the show. Beep, bloss, Boston. <laughs> okay, that that that'll do, pig. Um, but yeah, there's 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 always storylines. There's always things that they're trying to generate. Um, I think I think one of the biggest ones was when LeBron uh, left back to Cleveland, right, trying to win a championship for his hometown, right. He mm-hmm. left because he wasn't going to do anything. He wasn't winning there. He wanted one. He came to Miami. He won a couple here, right. Went back to actually win it, and that season where he does win it, like that's one of the greatest stories ever told. Yeah, right that is, there. Yeah, like a championship like to a whole, you know a boy from Akron, Ohio, his hometown joins his team. And wins a championship for his city with not a great team. With he not a great team, had like what one, one other person? He only had Kyrie. Yeah, but he um he promised me five rings. He did promise me five. So, but maybe he was just promising himself. But even that, like, well, just, maybe he shouldn't promise himself things yeah. out loud. Just like the I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm them over it. winning against such a good team. team. Yeah, it was yeah. LeBron the winning against the Warriors. That was crazy. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, and then there's some stories that just transcend. Uh, sports team. I I don't know how to explain it, but they're larger than life. They're larger than life, right? Yeah. So I remember it was a year. It was Kobe's last game, right? Yeah. It was his last game. The team wasn't doing well. They weren't going to make it to the playoffs, right? It was literally just his last game. Mm-hmm. And that same day, at that same time, the the Warriors were uh, playing another team. I don't remember who. But if they won, they would have broken the record for most wins yeah. in a in a in a season, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a monumental achievement. If you look at what was at stake, the more important game was the Warriors game, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one that everyone that's that's the one that the, that that the, the on season, paper should on you paper, should be watching. You, you should be watching, right? That's the one that has the most weight. But that day. Every, every, you know, I'm not going to say every, but a lot of, every single, a lot of celebrities ended up going to the Lakers game. 
to watch Kobe Bryant. There play, weren't any regular people. Play there, just celebrities. Yeah, play his last game. About all the right. <laughs> and I re- we all I remember I was I was in college watching it in the dorm. Yeah, we were in the dorm. We were in the dorm, and we in the guys' dorm, and we just. Instead of wanting to watch the Warriors, we just wanted to watch Kobe's last game. And we put it up because they have like a theater there, so yeah. we put it up on the. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So all the guys were just they, no one wanted to watch the Warriors game. Yeah. They just wanted to watch Kobe's last game. Nice. And it was beautiful because Kobe dropped like sixty points. Kobe dropped sixty points in his final game. In his final game, right? And like I said, it's because of his legacy as Kobe Bryant, yeah. right? It his legacy sir, that that day for some reason surpassed the legacy that the, the warriors were creating and to me that was just like man that's just crazy like this story right here for this day was more important than a than a record-breaking story because kobe didn't like the lakers were gonna, weren't gonna they had a losing record yeah, they weren't but, gonna go anywhere mm-hmm. why would we watch that game other than it's kobe bryant's last game yeah and i think there's a certain like in sport, there are certain athletes, there are certain players that transcended yeah. that just are just bigger. They're yeah. larger than life Kobe. characters. Kobe, Jordan, you LeBron, know, Messi, me, Ronaldo, like Curry, yeah. Brady, even. Um, for me, it was Jordan. It was Jordan growing up, but Kobe very early on. Actually, it's funny you mentioned the Golden State Warriors. You you mentioned um, the Spurs, and I said San Antonio right away. I know where every team is from, even though I'm not a huge basketball fan because I had NBA courtside for Nintendo 64, <laughs> uh, Kobe Bryant's NBA courtside. And the Warrior, the Golden State Warriors weren't really like a big team. I don't know if I shared the story on the show before, but basically I like undrafted everybody from Golden State. And then I created, because my alma mater's uh, mascot is the Warriors. Oh, yeah. So I just created custom basketball players for like all of my friends. And it was like a create a team, us against the world, every city That's going cool. on tour. Yeah, I, I would do that in FIFA. Like I would do like people that I played soccer with. I would just like eliminate every like, like actual players and uh-huh. just make them my friends. And it, like I just like pad their stats. Yep. Um, but actually, really quickly, going back to um the art form, aside from like the narratives that were being drawn, I think, I think when we wrote that down, what I was thinking was the actual um. Well, don't reveal that we plan these things. Beauty of sport. <laughs> I mean, they have they have me week to week just telling Danny, "Come on, start the timer." Yeah. <laughs> um, I think just like the beauty of like. Act like when you like really love a sport and you can tell like sometimes like when you there it could be a team you don't like it could be the opposite team but you can tell when it's a beautiful play you can tell when like something yeah. incredible has just happened it transcends like yeah, yeah. this and, last world cup game that's what it was like the the that world cup final the first half an hour argentina was playing france i think is the best like football i've seen played like in that high level like in that type of a match like it was it was electric it was uh, it was incredible boogie, boogie, boogie. and so it's like for me for me it might be soccer it's like when you like that's why i was really attracted to barcelona at the beginning because the way that they played was they passed the ball yeah the ball was always moving passing 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 until they made their way to the goal and they're and hot you couldn't play <laughs> you couldn't play against that mm-hmm. you really couldn't that's what like that's why i really love spain it's like there's certain plays there's certain things that happen like just the way that tactics are drawn up or just the way that, you know, these professionals are at the highest level playing this, that it's just beautiful for football. It might be how certain plays are drawn, a beautiful throw, a beautiful catch. Um, yeah. That beautiful football that uh, Pele would talk yeah. about. And <laughs> 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 let's ignore the towels coming from off the wall. 
<laughs> the world's falling. The sky's falling. <laughs> Things fall apart. Um, but yeah, there's it's like especially like when you really are a fan. When you even when you're not a fan, like you can really appreciate when something is like that's beautiful, just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, there's nothing more to it. It's just beautiful, and it's like that's what I think. When you attribute that to also to a player, like Messi, or Ronaldo, mm-hmm. when you see when you like look up Messi highlights on YouTube, you just kind of get like you're beside yourself on how that guy does what he does. When Michael Jordan, like when the heat is turned up, like he he showed up. Um, and there's Not our heat, like heat. no, yeah. and that's amazing too. The what's a great achievement, like in one generation, how we surpass it. In the next generation, we think there's never going to be a player as good as this. And we just keep racking up the score and moving faster and playing more games and excelling more often than ever. It's it's always it's constantly evolving in in every sport, you know, everyone's trying to, you know, gain an advantage, get the edge. And it's it's entertaining. But at the same time, I i think about it, it's like man these players like obviously they have they have to be extremely you know resilient like the mental toughness they need to have obviously to get to that level but to deal with like the outside pressures of being off the pitch off the court off the field like it's it's insane to to think about because i i mean we have you know our jobs we, we live our lives we're not professional athletes right like they their life is eating what eating like correctly going to the gym practicing and then like studying basically what like their craft and you know perfecting it but it's like they have to deal with like living in a social media age yeah yeah it sounds nice and um you know it'd be nice if you all you had to worry about was being in shape and being better at the thing you love and whatever but you know you become a slave to anything no you know and the thing that the thing that you love to do like i mean from i from what i've seen from like a lot of previous athletes it's like it just becomes work it's not something that they love anymore it's not yeah, fun you lose that mm-hmm. passion and you got to find that passion and you got to refine that passion. You got to keep falling in love with the one you've made a commitment with. And I mean, that's what, that's what drives people. That's what drives, you know, that, that instinct, obviously you want to win, but I mean, and I'm not a professional athlete, but like I would assume in professional athletes, like you always want to be better than you were before. Try better, like to do better. And I think personally speaking, I've gotten that from a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of the biggest ones was like when I really respect Cristiano Ronaldo's work ethic and how yeah. hard he, you know, he, he demands from himself. And obviously it comes off as like, you know, he's a brat, he's selfish, cocky. he's cocky. Yeah. yeah. But what I've realized over time is like when you're going against a player like Messi, who is like, he's obviously worked his butt off. But that's God given like talent. Like he's just naturally gifted. Yeah. When you're going against something like that, like you kind of have to hype yourself up. You kind of have to be in your head and you have to believe in yourself yeah, that much. Confidence has to be through the roof. Exactly. Like you have to believe that like when everyone's saying that this guy's better than you in your own head for you to actually believe that you're better than him and you're the best in the world, that's obviously going to show out. But the guy did it. Yeah. The guy was the best in the world for a couple of, like it was always back and forth between them. Yeah. You got to be your, mo- your own best spokesman too because at the end of the day, no yeah. one's going to back you up. I mean, you it's, back up it's, yourself. it's like Jordan, like, that you mama, know, mama when, mentality. And the Kobe too. It's like they yeah. they come off as like, can I say a holes? Um, they do come off jerks. As they come off as jerks. <laughs> J holes. Um, uh, and but I mean that's that's was their decision, and that's how they got to where they were. Yeah. It's like they weren't just to get to where they were. They weren't gonna be nice guys. They, that's how they they couldn't mm-hmm. for themselves. Yeah. But I mean, you have Jordan and Kobe. Like Kobe's like one of those. Kobe and Jordan are are those players that's like, 
they're like the top for me of like mentality of like not letting things break you and like, you know, pushing yourself and yeah. to win, like whatever it takes you got to do to win. And I think that's one of the main things that um, a lot of people, you know, knock LeBron for. Yeah. Like the guy that the guy at the end, like taking that final shot, like Kobe and, and Jordan were known for. Um, but it's like even that, like that's pretty unfair <laughs> because with Jordan, with Kobe, it's like they missed that shot. It's like everyone's going to be doing the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. You, you mentioned like, Jordan being abrasive and obviously I was a lot younger at the time but I just remember looking up to him kind of like he was like Hulk Hogan like he was to me the epitome of like what the righteous knight what the hero was and I don't know if that was because he was marketed a different way to the younger audience yeah and and it was like when he would take that final shot and miss at least me growing up was like anyone else would have missed it if jordan missed it yeah anyone else would have missed it yeah no i mean there was a there's even that quote that he says like i've i've missed a thousand shots in my life like game-winning shots in my lifetime like mm-hmm. but it doesn't stop him from making like from you know trying the next time and shooting and i think yeah like those types of things like especially like with kobe it, it's just like he had such a like the mamba mentality like link said is like he had such a mentality of like not letting things break you or discourage you like you keep working you keep like falling in love with the process and like once you get to that end point, like, great. But the important part was, like, the journey you got. You know, falling in love with that process and, like, you know, keep pushing yourself and keep trying to get better yeah. at whatever it is that you do. And I remember, like, with Kobe, like, he he made, um, he won an Oscar. Yeah. For, for that movie. For that, for that uh, film. Uh, Dear Basketball. Dear Basketball. And. I've shown that in class. Really? Like, yeah. I get eighth graders who have never read a poem ever finally pay attention to one. Yeah. Because Kobe's the one reading yeah, yeah, yeah. it. yeah. Yeah. yeah and and then and then after his tragic passing it was even more so like it was it was a sob fest you know yeah. when we got to that part and that just goes to show like how sometimes like you know sports really just transcend like yeah. you know just life in itself yeah and there are those there are either instances you know plays um games players that that you know really just have an impact on on us you know watching through a tv watching live um if you if we're lucky to to be there for that um going going back to what you said about uh being your biggest spokesperson betting on yourself and that jordan that superhero um figure that he was i remember going back to the games he wasn't in them he was just 23 you had to license him specifically Mm -hmm. and he had to be front and center and it was like always special if Jordan was in a game. And if he wasn't, it was like Jordan's so special he can't even be here. Yeah. You know? And it's just crazy to, like you said, transcend that to be so outside, above, like front and center uh, of a sport, just an individual figure. Yeah. I mean, you have those. And I mean, you see that in the last dance, I think, the last dance, because I didn't, I was born in the, like the later 90s. Mm-hmm. So it was like during that time, it's kind of like, when was the last time they won a championship? 97? Yeah, around that. Yeah. yeah, I was born in '96, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's it's tough. Like, I wasn't alive during that time, but it's like you have YouTube, and like, it's a really cool way to like go back and see the past for things that you might have missed, or, or and obviously it's different because like, dude, living, we used to buy DVDs just of Jordan highlights. Yeah, living right. that time, like, and now it's like you just Google it and like search it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think that's why I think like documentaries like The Last Dance are so cool. It's like their time capsule. It really just transports you back and like just the footage that they have of all that stuff. But also like the interviews that, of these players that they have at that time and their, what their thoughts were, 
I think it's super interesting. I think it's, I think it's really cool. You mentioned not being a pro player yourself, but eventually if you get involved in this fandom, it kind of bleeds into your real life and you end up participating. What are some of those experiences playing and participating in sports firsthand? Oh man, sports has taught me so much, like not even just watching, but you know, playing and you know, being part of a team. Yeah. I think I remember when my dad was a big soccer fan and he would always take me to the park to go play with his, like his, his adult friends. And I was always scared. I was, I was scared of the ball when I was a kid. Like we'd go to the park and he'd kick the ball up and I just run away. Like he, like <laughs> he would just try to get me to play with him and I just wouldn't. To the point where I think he was like, all right, I'll stop, you know, push, trying to push him. My dad would do that, but he would throw the ball at me. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point he, um, he was watching, he asked me, because Colombia was playing the Copa America final in 2001. And he asked me, like, do you want to watch the game? And I'm like, nah, I think I'm going to go play on my trains. Um, and then my train set. <laughs> my train set are, in my are room. You, um, Sheldon? Are you yeah, Sheldon you, Cooper? Yeah, I built trains. I had a huge train set when I was a kid. You're, you were young, Sheldon. And, and I remember, like, I was just playing with my train set. And then I just hear my dad, like, frantically yelling. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, what happened? What happened? I thought something, like, terrible would happen. I see it, like, I see it on the TV. And the guy's yelling, go. And I'm just Which like, you hate, right? You um, hate when they yell goal? No. Oh, the other day we were watching it in English. You're like, it's better in English. Yeah, you said that. I yeah. Got, I got offended by <laughs> and, that. And they made yeah, a goal. No, no. I, were, I stand by that. And they I, were like, goal, goal. They I, how's scored. that fun? How's that fun? Our, our because how many times do they, the many times do they score a goal? How many times do they score a goal? Why do you hate soccer? Because no one scores, right? Every time I watch so soccer, you're gonna tell no me, one nah, nah, scores. Nah, nah, nah. So no you're gonna one tell scores. me. So that's why I like to hear that goal. Okay, beautiful. what if it never happens? Because what if it never happens? And you watch the game for nothing, right? And that's why I feel every time you watch soccer. With the English announcements, I get statistics. I get actual like they, They're analyzing they, the game. Yeah, but Bro, I don't get emotion. Nah, Spanish announcers just are emotional. They're just like they're emotional, but what the hell are they saying? Nothing. They're, they're the WWE care. announcers of not professional football. It's emotion. It's passion. <laughs> what a maneuver! That's basically. Oh, what maybe it is. okay. Maybe for soccer, it's because like you don't know what's going yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He, he's not. You a, just love people yelling. For yeah. me, it's like <laughs> yeah, to get actual. And and because you're just talking during the whole game, you me, don't care what they're saying until the goal. If as a casual fan, exactly. For me, it's like because that's entertaining. For me, it's like I actually like learn more. I actually yeah. learn about stats because mm-hmm. they're informing me about where this player came from, what they're doing. Like, but then you have to pay attention to the game. Nah, but that's a, that's <laughs> an, that's another thing though. Is there's a there's a commentator called Peter Drury. Yes, and he is a poet. He is a poet in commentating. Like I'm he sure, rhymes. Like everything. Like every. Okay. Like <laughs> it's just I'm gonna I'll show you a few clips. But okay. um, right now or later? Later. Okay. Going back to. That moment is like that moment like was stuck with me in my life because like Colombia ended up winning. Colombia is the champion. Yeah, congrats. Colombia ended up winning, <laughs> and col- we congrats go back. To the Colombians. <laughs> we ended up going back. They get to the British accent. Right. They're always British for some reason. <laughs> we go back to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. No, 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 no. The people no, won't hear this. Don't get upset. Get off me. You go back. Stop acting like a Spanish commentator. Get off me. <laughs> give me, give me those statistics. Yeah, go give it to me. Nah, the story like. Columbia ended up winning. I ended up getting dropped off at home, and just Miami went crazy. Miami was insane. Oh yeah, the like uh, I was gonna say riots, but that's not the right word. The just like a parade isn't even. It's somewhere in between riots and parades. Yeah, parades was more like the heat stuff. Yeah, like when the heat. This won. is like pots and pans and just yelling. Yeah, yeah. But ever since then, like that really like um, 
that inspired me. Like that's what made me like fall in love with soccer. And then I started or football. And then I started just that became a part of my life. What inspired you? Just the guttural reaction, the emotional. Just, yeah, just like every because I hadn't experienced the World Cup at the time the yet. Statistics? <laughs> no, because it was in Spanish. Yeah. See, so why don't you go? Back? There no, you go. Gonna, lay off the lay off the announcer thing. Just no, it's okay. Link doesn't know what he's talking about. And well, soccer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I started just started playing it for the rest of my life, and I am I'm here now, and I think it taught me a lot. Like you, like being teammates and like knowing what it is to like trust other people. Yeah. In that sense, and and because like I've been on teams where it's like, um other players might not be at your level and it can be kind of frustrating, but it's like, you still like, you remind yourself while you're there. Obviously you want to win, but yeah. like, a part of it is also like enjoying the game. And then there's sometimes where you just got to, you know, do it yourself. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like, I've been, you know, blessed with people. Like one of my best friends is, there's a fantastic soccer player. Um, and he's really good. <laughs> oh, he's good in Spanish. And uh, he's better in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> he barely speaks Spanish. No, when they speak about him in Spanish. <laughs> no, nah. oh maybe he played yeah. him. He played uh, against Real Madrid. Really? And he beat them. He um, single handedly. Yeah, he's the one that scored. Uh, oh, okay. In, in FIFA? No, in real life. Oh, in Spain. Okay. <laughs> um, but like Wait, I've been. In, does in Spain make it more real life than if it was even, somewhere else? In the he just said in FIFA. Oh, okay. But the real life was enough. Like then you specified in Spain, it was like, would it have been less real life like here in the States? Or? Oh yeah, it's different because yeah. even then, like you have home and away. True. That is true. It's like if you're pl- you're beating one of the best teams, like the youth academy, one of the best teams in the world oh, okay. in he their said own that. country. I'm like, man, they beat Messi. <laughs> I can see why you he- switched the uh, Real Madrid. <laughs> like your best friend's beating Messi he's a, and Ronaldinho. He's a fifteen year old kid just beat the best friend. <laughs> I, I feel like that was implied heavily, but no, no, it's okay. It's because he's listening in Spanish. Oh, yeah. no, that's right. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, did you guys have any? I, even then, I remember playing like, I remember playing soccer like at Link's house against him. Yeah, that's when I would beat him. Yeah, he would. And then it's just like it taught just, me because he, he was older, bigger. Yeah, because I was older. <laughs> it just taught me like losing, and then I just never liked to lose. And then we started playing like that football game where we just throw it over each other's heads. <laughs> yeah, and we run. play football. It's a one-on-one football. And we would just tackle each other <laughs> for hours. Like this was like in front of school. in front of school, and then we would like you would hike it to your you would like hike it, and then we would hike it, and then like decide which side we were gonna run past you and throw like, it, lob yeah. it over, and then catch yeah. it. And then it's the, this is the things, the games that you make up with your with your friends, or even like by yourself when you're like when you have a ball or whatever it is. I've learned that if you give a group of guys a ball. We're gonna turn that. In. They'll figure it They'll out, fi- man. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be a ball. It doesn't have to be a ball. They'll it could be a bottle. In. It'll be a bottle cap. Yeah. They'll turn that into a game. Yeah. It's like wow, we could solve with that type of ingenuity. <laughs> we could solve world hunger. If only they cared peace, enough about world but hunger. But they don't care about that. <laughs> but you give students a ball, boys a ball, at anything, they'll turn it into a stupid game. You know what? Maybe you just need to find the right motivation. Maybe if you yell at them in Spanish, they'll mm. maybe they'll finally apply that. Maybe. They won't know anything. They won't know. <laughs> but, but they'll feel really passionate <laughs> about it. Um, it's funny. You alluded to uh, teamwork. Uh, what is it? Competition. I don't have the same background. I never competed in any sports. So I feel like I lack these things in my life. Like I was too busy. Hey, hey. Yeah. You're in the team right now. I mean. You're in the searching for MacGuffin team. Well, this itself has been an experience because, for example, in my career in school, I was always like single-minded 
And like you always have like a you know a buddy or two or a partner, my wife. But um, I've never really worked on it. I'm one of those students where like you try to engage with the group in the group projects mm -hmm. as little as possible. So I don't have that kind of practice. Yes, the set is falling apart behind us. Thank you. Um, you don't have that kind of practice with, um, you know, depending on other people and putting your trust in them. And I think I'm missing that aspect. It's something that I have to work on and it's something I have to be intentional with mm. because it doesn't come second nature because those are like soft skills that are inherent in an environment like that that it's very difficult to kind of replicate in outside of that environment. Yeah. True, man. It's actually interesting. It's you say actually. What? Oh, until you said <laughs> never mind. I love yeah. actually. Yeah. No, it's interesting when, like, thinking about it and how you know, kind of innate it is in certain instances. Mm -hmm. Because, I I guess for the most part, I mean, I don't know if you, for like, to most people, like you guys are my family, but to most people, like. I'm kind of like, you know, soft-spoken. Like, I'll, I'll talk when I need to. Right. But it's like, otherwise, I'm just pretty chill. But you host when, a, a weekly talk show, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> but even, no, but even well, then, like, my, my tone, like, yeah. Winston Alley and everything mm -hmm. like that is, like, just kind yeah. of mellow for the most part. And I think most people would be surprised if they knew you and then they find that out. Yeah. Know? And then, but it's like, when I'm on the field, I'm a, I turn into a different person. It's just like, yeah. I'm, like, yelling, like, I'm... I'm calling out people. I'm like, in, like feeding instructions to people. I'm just very vocal and I'm yeah. like louder. He's a captain. And it's just, it's interesting. Like just the, the difference of like personalities and yeah. who I am. I'm like that backstage, yeah. like in theater. I'm like that. I, I turn up like, and even then I have to rein it in now. I'm just like, yo dude, chill. Like, but yes, that. Yeah. Because it's, and I'm, I'm, that's an interesting point. Like thinking about it because, when I need, like, only, like, really when I'm need to, like, I don't think I would have been like that if I, if I didn't have sports. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm in a group and we got to do something, we got to get things done, get things done. If no one, like, you know, steps up, then it's like, then it kicks in for me. Because other times, like, I'll just let someone else, you know, take lead. Yeah. But if we got to get things done and, like, that kind of, like, nature in me, like, that sport, that sporting nature kind of kicks in and it's mm -hmm. like, then I'll, like, take charge. But I'm not, like, I'm not, like, the most assertive person when it comes to, like, most things. Mm -hmm. But... Um, in certain instances, then like I really will like just you know take over and and do what has to be done in that sense. It's just like the duality of like what sport brings out versus who you are like in your daily life is is kind of an interesting dynamic to think yeah. about. I have a question for you guys yeah. talking about sports. Who has been who or who is your favorite athlete of all time? Oh man, I didn't see that in the notes. Right. Oh wow. Pull the George. <laughs> a reverse card. Favorite. I think you asked this during planning, actually, and I was yeah. like, I couldn't come up with it, so we didn't write it down. Mm. Hmm. Put us on the spot. I'll I go. I'll go. All I'll, right, go. I'll ahead. go. Yeah. For me, my favorite athlete of all time is Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Like he, to me, he represents Miami. He is Wade. We Miami Dade is Wade County. Uh, he was our champion. You know, he gave us three championships. Yeah. He 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 was our leader. You get me everywhere I go. I'll talk praises of about Dwayne Wade. Like. The guy could do no wrong in my eyes, except for when he left us for two years. Oh, but but even then, like he cheated on his wife, had a baby with another woman. I looked the other way because <laughs> that's my boy Dwayne that's, Wade. That's going a little far, I think. I looked the other way. He man, the man has no son or 
daughter. I don't know. That's how I felt about, okay. That's how I felt about uh, uh, Michael Jordan when it was like, oh, yeah, he used to cheat on his wife. With I was like, no, he was perfect. He is perfect. Yeah. They were on a break. I, I haven't actually seen The Last Dance. So I don't know. No, no, I'm talking about Wade, and, seen it? Wade no, and Gabriel Union. Good. Oh, oh are, are they were? Is that fair? Is that real? Or? Yeah, yeah, they were like on oh, a break. Oh, okay. Um, so he's the Ross Geller. He's a Ross Geller. The Miami Heat. Um, man, I just want to gravitate and just say Michael Jordan. Obviously, I have a litany of like professional wrestlers, but they're more performers than they are. Yeah, actual. I mean, they're athletes for sure. But you know, it's it's different. They're like, yeah. You know, I wouldn't pick a you know a, a an ice a figure skater. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick a um a gymnast, even though they're they're athletes, right? That's a performance yeah, art. Yeah, man. Yeah, Simone Biles is one of the greatest athletes of all time. I guess they have a competition with scores, oh, yeah. and you know, so judges. I guess it's mm-hmm. fabricated in in our industry. Yeah. R, I'm not part of it. Um, but um, I I guess I would have to just default Jordan. to Michael Jordan. I don't know. If that's like a lame nah. answer. I mean, he's there for a reason. He is who he is. He defined sports for me growing he's him. up. He is him. Okay, that new thing that um. He defined sports for you? Yeah, he did. It was him. Just, it, it's what it's what sports was to me. Like I don't even think at the time there was a football figure, there wasn't a you know, even a soccer figure. No, nah, I think if if I had to think about sports and what it's the first one that yeah, comes Jordan's to mind. Jordan's the nineties, like. Yeah. Um that one's kinda hard for me because it's like I have my favorite soccer player, Zinedine Zidane. Mm. Um, just the way that he played, like his style of play is just for me was beautiful. Kazoom type. Are you just taking off your Are clothes? Are you showing us your nipples? No, that's not. It's the jersey that he headbutted that dude in. Mm. Oh, that's. I remember that. Oh, for those that are. Yeah, for those of you that are listening on the Gabriel radio. Is, Gabriel is flashing us. I, for those of you listening on the radio, let us know how you're listening to us on the radio because we're not on terrestrial radio. But for those of you listening through the audio the podcast. Terrestrial radio? Yeah. Um, like, that was another rewrite I would have done. Because Head, they the would have won. He, if he did, if they didn't headbutt, Ugh. I'm pretty sure they would have won. Why did he headbutt him? He said something about his sister. sister his, that's what I heard. Yeah, he said something about his. He said something really bad about his sister. Yeah, and this and that was like the she supports Kanye. That was the interesting part about <laughs> you know him was that he she was loves. no no we're not doing that. He was known for uh, you know hothead. No, he was known for like for the most part he was known for being like. Cool, calm, and collected. Like he really? was that guy, and then he had that like he had that outburst. Like he had he had something like that before when he was younger. Yeah, but this was like his last tournament, last like, game, right? It was his last. It was his last. Yeah, it was his last game, and you know France was the one of the favorites, and he gets to the final. He scores a ridiculous. He's just like the guy that like he did a penalty in, in the final against one of the best goalies in the world, and just like chips it, and it hits the post, and it goes in, and it's just like. You don't do that unless, like, you have nerves of steel and, like, you have, like, the confidence, like, of a god. But, like, he, and then he, he like just lost it. Super Saiyan. He just lost it. Like, he, he, lo- he literally lost his head and. He literally lost his he head? Lost his his head. head just rolled off of his shoulders. Yeah, and he fell off. Find it. Yeah. it fell off. Okay. And. Literally. And he, uh, they lost, unfortunately. But he's, he's, like, my favorite soccer player. But I think athlete, I think, I think it's Kobe. Like. Just his mentality and his mm-hmm. drive and, and who he was as a player, I think, is, like... And, I mean, later on in his life, obviously, like, him off the court, like, him, like all the... Um, 
I've seen a lot of, a lot of interviews. Of yeah. Him and, you know, him speaking. And I think he was just a really, he was a really great guy on and off. Like, obviously, everyone has make, makes their mistakes. But for the most part, like, I really respected Kobe. Respect Kobe. I wonder if you can bring anyone up and, and not modify it with everybody makes their mistakes. Like, yeah. I think we eulogized someone last week on last week's episode and even then we have like, yeah there's controversy in the back i feel like and anyone's life under a magnifying glass eventually comes with pitfalls and you know blunders and yeah. controversy there's like athletes at that like they have everything and i guess especially when they're younger it's it's kind of hard to you know to navigate that yeah yeah like you give yes so much and that's the thing and- so much money so much power so much fame at such a young age and with and for some of them not a ton of education yeah you know Either, whether it's coming right from high school or coming from you know uh, you know an undereducated you know region or or just you know kind of just making it so that you can play the sport yeah um yeah yeah it's quite it's quite a responsibility yeah. Blink, you got an exercise? Yes, guys. Hello. <laughs> well, you've been on the episode for over an hour. They, just, they know you're just here. Just making sure that you guys didn't forget about me. All right, you guys. You ate a ginormous piece of lemon meringue lemon pie meringue. on air. They did not it, forget about you. It was, it was quite good. It was good. I didn't know it was going to be so whipped creamy. That's not whipped cream. That's a... Uh, Miracle whip. That's meringue. That's what Miracle that is. Whip. I didn't know it was going to be so meringue. Yeah. Right? All right, guys. So... One of my favorite things to do is I like playing, you know, I like fantasy casting movies, right? And one of the movies that I think is such a great movie because it has a great ensemble and, so, and overall it's a fun movie, right? Avatar. Is Get Out of My <laughs> the Life. The Last Airbender. Get out, oh, yes. No, the, no, the, no, movie. the movie. Yeah, you said, you heard it here first. Link thinks The Last Airbender has a great ensemble. Yeah. You get me? You got Dave Patel, Gabriel's favorite actor. <laughs> Gabriel's favorite actor? <laughs> We've made up. We've made up. Okay. <laughs> right? One of my favorite movies, one of the movies I enjoy because it's such a great cast. Was it The cast Green Knight? The Green Knight? Is, is Ocean's Eleven, right? And if you've never seen Ocean's Eleven, check it out. I prefer Twelve. Check it, 11, 12, 13. Check them out. You get me? Uh, that sounds like a joke, but it's actually true. <laughs> they're fun heist movies that you can watch. Um, and the cool thing about them is that they have big, you know, popular actors playing this this team of i don't know what to call them criminals you know robbing from the rich thieves <laughs> thieves there you go thieves <laughs> that's better criminal masterminds so what i wanted to do is i wanted to recast the the cast of oceans 11 right but with athletes right, right. so in oceans 11 you have a great cast and one of those let me, let me get my phone really quick Right, you have you have George Clooney, you have Julia Roberts. I don't know how that one's gonna work out, but you have. Oh, you what, they're they're female athletes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I realized afterwards. <laughs> what I realized afterwards. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we need gender swap sometimes too. No, um, why would we? There's one no, female so, role, and we're gonna no, cast a guy of, in for it. Some of the guys, so some of the guys, you can also gender oh, swap. Oh, okay, okay. You have Matt Damon. Good Brad, save. Good save. Thanks, Brad Pitt, Andy Garcia, who is the villain in the first one. Uh, you have Bernie Mac, Casey, oh, Casey Affleck. You have, the, I don't know his name. Scott Khan. Quinn Shaobo, the Asian guy. The, the, the Maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> why is this a bad idea? Why the, are you shutting it down? Sir, uh, yes and me. Come on, oh, sir. yes I and. I expect 
professionalism. He, he is. This is a team sport. He, we have that Mamba mentality. I have we yes and. Goal! There you go! George Clooney pasa para Brad Pitt para Julia Roberts nada nada está pasando pero yo todavía estoy hablando we have Elliot Gold Scott Kahn which now I just realized is James Kahn's son and you have Carl Reiner Jinx Link 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 Reiner Carl Reiner Carl Reiner 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 he's not related he's a legend alright so 11 athletes is what you're saying You know what's one, two, three, four, five. Plus Julie Roberts. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Right. I don't know who the other ones are because I can't recognize them. <laughs> yeah, Don Cheadle. Did you put Don Cheadle? Oh, but Don Cheadle's all the way down here. You're right. <laughs> Why is he all the way? I don't think you made all not the even 11. On the list. Is there original Ocean's Eleven? No, this is. Yeah, one. there's a. It's a. No, but it has you mean like an original movie that's yeah. based on? Yeah, it's a Frank Sinatra. Um, yeah, that's probably with those people. Right. And all his no, friends: no, Dean Martin, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Let me write 2001. Yeah. So that Google does not get confused. Oh, is that where you were at? You were looking at yeah. Danny Ocean played by Frank Sinatra? No, it was lo- no, George Clooney. He oh. was looking at every like every actor, actor that's in, in those in movies. movies yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't see Don Cheadle's character. Whatever, we know Don Cheadle's in it. And we know Don Cheadle's in it. All right. <laughs> are we just, but all three of us are making an we're 11? Make, yeah, man, we're producers. Okay. You get me? We're a team sports because movies are I, a team sport. I'll just hire James Gunn to do it. Exactly. Um... <laughs> are you gonna are yes you gonna, and are you gonna dye your hair all white and beard all white no i think that's natural i don't think he dyes it oh that's actually pretty cool i envy him i wish i had all white beard in here all right so it's george clooney right he is a would you say he is the main character yeah he's the leader he's the leader danny Who, ocean which athlete would you cast as danny ocean as george clooney's character mm. Mm. i know you gave us this prompt like with 24 hours notice but i hadn't put any actual thought into it do you have someone? Yeah. I, I think I have someone. All right. And I think it's... I don't want to say it. I don't like this guy. Ronda Rousey. He is my enemy. Is, you... A Tom Brady? I think Tom Brady. You put Tom... Wow. I think Tom Brady, out of you know modern athletes, Tom Brady okay. would be the Danny Oceans. Isn't of, this what I said? Yeah, you did. And I, I agreed yeah. with you. Okay. I think jo- Dan, uh, Tom Brady would, would be here. Mm-hmm. He would play George Clooney's character. Okay, Danny Ocean. Danny Ocean, not right? Frank Ocean. All right, not Frank Ocean. Is it because of a, he's a quarterback? I think it's because he's, you know, in in this movie, the leader here, uh, George Clooney, is the oldest one here. I guess you could say. Yeah. And Tom Brady is like one of the eldest athletes that's still playing. So not Brett Favre. No, not Brett Favre. Come on, we go, we go for a quality, not steal from the poor quality. I feel like we don't have enough time to unpack yeah, that, so continue. All right. All right, All right, so who's going to play Julia Roberts? Uh, is, she, is she part of the one of the... the now Ronda Rousey? No? Are we... I mean, nah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just kidding. This, <laughs> let's not put... I've seen her act. Let's not put... Sorry, Ronda, if you hear this ever. She's coming after I you. I think you're great. Mm. You're fantastic. Female athlete. break that arm of yours. <laughs> it's already broken. Female athletes... Serena Williams. Um, Serena Williams? Ooh, yes. That's a good no, one. No, yes, yeah, yes. We have one of the greatest of all times. It, That's right. Okay. Oh, that. Uh, I loved uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now, we go to Matt Damon's character. <laughs> Don't know his Matt name. Matt Damon's the rookie, right? He is the youngest one, right? He's the rookie, right? He's the one. Matt, that, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, what's going on? We're robbing? Is this what we do now? We rob? Oh, I'm a pickpocket, but... Uh, okay, so we goofy. Oh, shucks. Goofy here is going to... Oh, shucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yuck. 
Sure. What is it? Uh, so Matt so Damon. Clarabel, why did you leave me for another cow? Goofy's a cow? I, I think so, I actually. Like Goofy was a dog. a dog. Yeah, but so apparently. Goofy was a dog that has a dog. Uh, yeah, apparently there's controversy that because I always wondered why would a dog be with Clarabel cow? And then she leaves him for Horace Horseshoe. Horace? Yeah, Horace. That's what I said. And then um, apparently he might be a cow. No, oh, okay. And it kind of checks out. Interesting. Okay. All right. But he's not in this movie. So Matt Damon, who plays Matt Damon? Which athlete plays Matt Damon? And which athlete plays Matt Damon? I feel like Damon? it's going to be young and that's good. Joe Burrow. That's an option. I'm going to be honest. I understood Joe Biden and I was like, I don't think you understand this game. Maybe I don't. No, Joe Burrow's the... Um, Joe Burrow? I was thinking of Mbappe. The kid? Yeah, Matt Damon. I was thinking, about Pat, I was okay. thinking about Pat McAfee. We already have a quarterback. Mbappe. Mbappe? Okay, Mbappe. Pat McAfee's not a quarterback. What about Brad Pitt? Who Did you think Pat McAfee was a quarterback? No. No, no. Oh, okay. We're talking about Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. He's a quarterback for who? The Bengals. The Bengals. All right. He just lost. Cincinnati. Just lost. Matt. All right, what about Brad Pitt? Who plays Brad Pitt? Uh, right oh. hand man. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, cool hand Luke? Scotty Pippen. Not Tony, not Tony Kukoc? The Tom, Tom Brady? Does it have to be another football player? No, it doesn't have to be a football player. I was just thinking like right-hand man. I think right-hand like Scott, man. Scotty Pippen was Let's like, go crazy with like some other okay. random sport. Like... Apollo Ono. <laughs> That's my vote. I, got, I, I, vote, I vote for okay. Apollo Ono. They both have long... Okay, Apollo yeah. Ono. All right, who's the villain? Who plays Andy Garcia? You know what? This should have been Tom Brady right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you no, messed I got up. You. He's I, I older. Know who, I know who plays Andy Garcia. Bill Belichick. Too old. Not suave enough. Who is who is old and suave in? Mm, I mean, he doesn't have to be that old. Because Andy Garcia is not that old. Yeah, exactly. So older. Mm. Mm. That's what I put. I would put Pat someone. Hogan. Pat Riley. No, not Pat. Pat no, Riley. We do not disrespect Pat Riley. But Andy Garcia is going to have a baby face turn in the second one. So maybe okay, Pat Riley. Yeah, exactly. He joins the crew. Like, that'll work. That'll work. Okay, Jamie. that'll work. Pat yeah. Riley. All All right. Right. I finally got one. Cast. Now we go to Bernie Mac. Who plays Bernie Mac? He's this is a funny guy, right? Oh, funny guy. Funny guy. I think of Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> That's a good right? one. Okay, that is a good one. That's a good one. All right. Now, Casey Affleck. Who plays Casey Affleck? He's like, what, that guy? I don't remember. Yeah, I think he's a tech guy. Him, he has a brother, right? The other brother is is uh, Scott Kahn. Yeah, they're they're twins. Uh, Casey Affleck. But they don't look the same. How about we cast them like the twins? Or twins? You know any athletes that are twins? There's brothers. I'm starting to think I don't know any athletes. Yeah, there's brothers. They are brothers. Steph and Seth. Steph and Steph. All right. So Casey Affleck's played by Steph Curry. Yeah. No, and I Scott think Scott Kahn is played by Seth Curry. Okay, I'm sorry to poo poo on this, but I think the brothers shouldn't be related just like Affleck and Scott Kahn. Like, they should be different. And you should make them as different as possible just for the sake of this exercise. And they should play it like brothers, like they're brothers. And they're you're like, one's really tall, one's All really right, small. So one of them is, okay, Casey Affleck, Seth Curry. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Steph uh-huh. Curry, Steph Curry. Yeah. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> right, there you go. Why do you guys keep calling him Seth Curry? It's Seth, Seth and the, Steph. They're brothers. Oh, they're yes. brothers. Okay, got yeah. it. Okay. Now, who plays the? How do you call it? Um, I would have said that was Mbappe. The the the, the I, gymnast contortionist contortionist. Yeah, 
Maybe Simone Biles could do this one. Yeah, I think so. Good. We, we gender gymnast. swap, we race swap. Exactly. We keep in the gymnast line. Good. I like All it. right. Elliot Gould. Who plays Elliot Gould? The, the older, older investor. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, Ross's father. <laughs> From friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Belichick because he's too likable. You don't, I mean, um, Elliot Gould's too likable. Yeah. Um,. This is guys on the team. LeBron. <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, we kind of have to add LeBron to this. Okay. this. Oh, we're running out of... I, yeah. I was thinking he gets a... Uh, no. I don't even know who else is on yeah, this movie. Well, what about with the Elliot Gould part? How about we give it to Shad Khan, Tony Khan's father? The we'll give it to Tony. We'll Jackson give it to Tony. We'll, we'll oh, give why it to isn't Tony the villain... Oh, the villain should have been Vince. Oh. Oh, who did we give the villain to? Pat Riley. All right, that's what we're yeah, gonna yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna do that. Pat Riley. No, no face, no baby face turn. Pat, yeah, yeah. Pat Riley is Elliot Gould. No. Yes. Yeah. Andy Garcia is Vince McMahon. No, no, no. Vince gets a baby face turn, and then he just betrays us at the end, like Magneto in X Two, X Men United. Yes. All right. All right. Who's gonna play Don Cheadle? Uh, how many more characters do you have left for that's LeBron? Because I have no idea. How about LeBron just plays himself in this movie? We insert LeBron into the movie because his ego is so big that mm. he can only play. It's- We're robbing from LeBron's house. <laughs> like that movie. Oh, like House Party? Like House Party. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be there on day one. The movie already uh, came out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be there on day one at home. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which it's also already out. All right, so the, so, the, so the heist is we're going to LeBron's house and we're stealing his rings to take him back. To take him back because he promised yes. us five, right? And he has four, and he promised us five. Yeah. So we're gonna take the two he got, <laughs> one from Cleveland and one from from the Lakers. Bro, you Lakers. just sold me on this movie, man. Did I? What? We are a great team. Yeah. All right. That's Ocean's Eleven. Do you have a different name, or that's just Ocean Sports? <laughs> okay. The- all right. All right, guys. I guess one of the quick, quickly before we yeah. end, I wanted to ask you guys, who, what are your predictions for the Super Bowl, NBA championships? Who do you think is going to win all that? The Chiefs. You, Gabriel, you're going for the Chiefs? It's between, the Super Bowl is between the Eagles and the Chiefs. You're going for the? Yeah. I'm going to go Eagles. You're going to go Eagles? You're I think go- Chiefs are the favorite, right? I think, Eagles I think they favorite. have the most experience, but I think the Eagles have a better record. I think, that, Honestly, I think the Eagles are going to win, but I'm going for the Chiefs. I'm going okay. for the Chiefs. I like Mahomes and I. I I'm like not my- going for either because someone taught me. I was, was kind of, when I got, did my neutral question earlier, like I used to always be like, okay, I'm going for them. And then I had like my sports mentor who was like, you don't have to go for any of them. If your team's not in it, you just stay loyal. You just, you don't support the finals. Okay. You're not going to watch, like, you're not gonna watch the Super Bowl? Well, he he doesn't. I'm not that stringent, but he had, yeah, he like literally wouldn't watch the Super Bowl. Mm. Okay. And I was like, I don't think you like football. <laughs> you know, I've known you my whole life, majority of my life. Yes. Who is your sports mentor? That's Lewis. Oh. Yeah, he literally doesn't watch the Super Bowl when the Dolphins don't make it. So I guess He's, he hasn't seen the Super Bowl. No, he in doesn't. Like no, you're years. wrong. You're wrong. He doesn't watch the Super Bowl when the Patriots make it. Oh, that too, especially. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I no, know. I remember there were years it was like Jacksonville versus who? I don't even remember. I want to say San Diego. That might have never happened. Exactly. But it was like, oh, if like if you don't care about either team, like, you know, have yeah. to pretend. To. Okay. What about NBA championships? Who do you got winning? Who's good? I'm going to go with Miami Heat. Um, My boy Pat Riley. I'll go with that too. What about you, George? Who do you, which team are you rooting for? 
you're going to oh, Miami Heat, really? Um, I mean, I feel like I have to say it too, then. Right. Yeah. I, I'm so divorced. I'm so divorced for like, if we have a chance, then that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we always have a chance. We have Jimmy Butler. We okay. have him. All right, then that's why. We have Tyler Hero. We I got Bam. I don't even know if we're in season. And if we get in a fight, guess what? We have Haslam, who's ready to fight anyone. He's still there. He's still there, baby. I think he's retiring this season. Mm. I think real- you were trying to explain to my wife that <laughs> <laughs> you, Donis Haslam, is a famous person. <laughs> I was trying to so my sister, yeah, yesterday asked, who's the greatest athlete of all time from Miami? Right? And the obvious answers are Dan Marino, Dwayne Wade. Don, uh, not Don, Don Cheadle, <laughs> not Don Shula. Um, oh, Bob, Don, Bob Greasy, right? I thought he said Don Cheadle. And in my mind, like you, although he's not as popular, he's not as good as some of these athletes. You know, statistically, you got to put the Rock, Udonis Haslam, <laughs> up there. Like the guy was raised in Miami, played high school in Miami, had to go to you know University of Florida to play, but then came was undrafted here. He's a hometown hero. Right, he's still playing. Like whereas Wade left for two years and then came back, Haslam never left us. And I'm explaining this to my sister, and then she end, she just looks at me and goes, "Who? <laughs> Who's Udonis Haslam? Who's Udonis Haslam?" And that's at that moment when that's when I realized, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Do you agree with Udonis Haslam? <laughs> I don't agree with you. But 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 yeah. All right, WrestleMania. Now, what about WrestleMania? We love wrestling here. That's right. Who Fake do you think is going to win? I don't, yeah. I don't know who's there. I don't even know. Cody Rhodes. Co- yep, it's Cody Rhodes, baby. You going for I, Cody Rhodes to win the, what is it, the undisputed? The undisputed Universal okay. WWE Championship. Oh, say that Cody? three times fast. You going for Cody? I think so. Going for my boy Sami Zayn. <laughs> Good is luck. fighting? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with that He's story, probably going to fight Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber in his hometown of Montreal, Canada. I don't know if he'll fight him. I think he might. I think he might if they're smart. And they're not, so probably he won't. But uh but I don't think he's gonna win, dude. But yeah. hey man, uh you like to root for the underdog. Exactly. I Dolphins fan, we're always underdogs. All right. Okay. So that's that's it. Yeah. Those are our predictions. That was sports in a nutshell. We are a sports team right now. We're the big three. Along with Leanne and is. Danny. There it is. There it is. There it is. It's like, it's like that. It's <laughs> I thought, like, I it's thought like, that was the end of the episode. Wait, wait, <laughs> it just wait. keeps going. All right, wait, go ahead. It's like that, it's like that painting with, home, with God and Adam. Yeah, I thought that was Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. God and Adam right there. That's, do you know what the name of that painting is? The finger. Pull my finger. Is that not what it's called? No. Pull my finger. It's called creation. Keep searching.